This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by dogs. Some people like them. It's November 16, 2023. I'm Aaron, and this is my canine neutral co host, Chris. Are you neutral? Neutrals? Uh, That's probably the right word. I think that animals should not be harmed. Correct. But they are a responsibility that I personally do not wish to take upon myself. Mm, Yes. So if you had to carry animals everywhere they went, like a baby, um, that would become burdensome, wouldn't it? You do have to do that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I guess that's (laughs) true. If you're going to leave your house... You got to make sure they have food. If you're not walking a dog... True. In a car, you have to put it in something or get it into your car and make sure it's got a place to go potty. You Basically know, a really rambunctious little kid. It is, but sometimes quieter. Sometimes. And needs less screen time. <laughs> you know, I travel a lot, Chris, and I've noticed there is an increased amount of people with dogs in planes. Planes? A lady was traveling, and it, the dog wasn't even in a carrier. It just sat on the floor in front of her in first class. It was oh. a, like a big labradoodle. Oh. Yeah. Just I was imagining there. a very small dog. No, it was a big old dog, and it sat... She sat in first class, row one, seat A and B. What was that dog's name, Aaron? Um, Cletus. Cletus is coming into the studio right now. Ruff. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm Cletus here. Yeah, I was there. And uh, Cletus, how does um, it feel to be not on the ground? Well, it was weird because I was on the ground in a plane <laughs> and it gave me some cat food. At Did first. you look out the window and see? I did look out the window, Ruff. And, uh, did you get a phone call also? Hold on. Oh. It's my agent. I gotta take this. Bye, guys. <laughs> All well, right. thanks, Cletus. That was cool. <laughs> so weird. These kid dogs nowadays and their screens, they just, we're here in person and they take a call in the middle of our interview. Anyways. All right. Well, welcome back to another great day. The podcast designed to encourage interaction, creativity, and conversation. And to inform you that... If you're flying American Airlines, you can take your dog, apparently, and let him sit with you in first class. How about that? All right. Well, today is Thursday, and you know what that means? It means it's almost Friday. Thank you, Lord. But also, it means that we're going to debut our relatively new segment, which is called Born This Day, Dead This Day. This is a segment that not only tells you what it is in the title. <laughs> you, get, you get so hung up on this title. I do. This episode, but it also educates you on some interesting folks who were born and who died this day. So, right. uh, Chris, you want to tell us who was born this yeah, day? This is I chose this because I thought it was humorous. <laughs> that's that's it. That's the only reason. Well, um, that's a good reason. That's <laughs> Born today, November 16th. 1436. Whoa. Uh, almost 600 years ago. Wow. Leonardo Loredan. Loredan. Leonardo Loredan. Yep. Italian ruler. He was he was an Italian ruler. He it was a Venetian nobleman and statesman who reigned as the, and this is why I thought it was funny, the 75th Doge. <laughs> Of Venice. Like Elon Musk's cryptocurrency. Yeah. The Doge coin. The dog internet meme, Doge. Doge. (laughs) The Doge of Venice from 1501 until his death in 1521. As a wartime ruler, he was the most important 
Doge. <laughs> one of the most important doges in the history of Venice. More important than Cletus, who <laughs> rode first class in an airplane and then took a phone call on his own personal Cletus, iPhone? In the in the sense of Cletus's greatness, as in our words from the other day, oh, is not as great. He was not as, as important. You're right. As uh, as this Sorry, Cletus. Doge of Venice. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Leo Laradin's Machiavellian plots and cutting political maneuvers against the League of Cambria, the Ottomans, the oh. Mamluks, the Pope, the Republic of Genoa, the Holy Roman Empire, the French, the Egyptians, the Portuguese, saved Venice from downfall. Wow. He is the OG Doji. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I wanted to say this. Oh, and there it is. That's the whole reason That's we're whole doing reason. this for that last line there. If you guys could imagine, have you ever seen a competition of gymnasts who run and they jump really high and spin into the air and they stick the landing with one leg behind them and their arms up? That's what Chris just did <laughs> in vocabulary world with that ending sentence. Well done. Well played. All right. We have somebody who died this day, and it's important to Aaron. This is yeah. a personal, personal yeah. thing. Yeah, this is a place. So I mentioned I travel a lot. In this is fact, a location based In thing. fact, when I saw Cletus, I was leaving this very place. What? So in, in 1806, Moses Cleveland, an American general, lawyer, and politician, founded the city of Boston. No, no, he founded Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, he was born in 1754. He was an American lawyer politician, soldier, and a surveyor from Connecticut who founded the city of Cleveland, Ohio. Now, while surveying the Connecticut Western Reserve in 1776, that's when he found it, in that time. And I want you guys to know something right now. They don't spell Cleveland the same way his name is spelled. Oh. Legend has it that the reason they don't spell it the same way is because on the newspaper, which was called the Cleveland something or, or something. Cleveland masthead or something. Yeah. Okay. They couldn't fit everything on there with the C L E A V E like, land. Okay, so the word cleave means to like cut apart. Yeah. To separate or to join together. Does it really? You can, you cleave is a unique word in that it can mean to cut like a, to cleave a, a piece of meat. Yes. Or it could be to cleave. Like when you get married, you cleave to your wife. It both I've means to separate that. and to bring right. together. So, um, yeah. So that was it. Cleveland was the name. Yep. With an A. Yep. Stuck in the middle e, of it. But they they took the E out. So they sorry, cleaved they, they, an they, e? they cleaved the A rather. They, You're right. You're right. They, they cleaved, cleaved the A, a out of it. The, the A was cleaved. Oh. Yep. So there you go. There's a little fun fact about Cleveland. And I like this place. Cleveland, Ohio is really cool. Shout out to the Marble Room. And uh, it's a very fancy steakhouse. Oh, okay. That we very much enjoy. <laughs> oh, like marbled meat? Yes, marbled okay. meat. But also it used to be a, a bank. It was a bank, but Grover Cleveland t bought the bank. A different turned Cleveland. It, and they turned it into a, a restaurant. A restaurant. Yeah. Grover Cleveland president. Yes. Different Cleveland than, than Moses, Moses Cleveland. I wonder if they were related. I have no idea. Oh, my goodness Internet, gracious. Tell us. Off we go. All right. Well, that'll do it for this day in history. All right. Actually, no, that won't do it for this that day was, in history. That that was, that'll bring us to this day in oh, history. Wow. Oh, my bad. I, I thought we were in history already. Man, Chris, you're like Billy the Kid with that soundboard. Just quick, quick draw. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get faster at it. Well, let me ask you, Chris, did anything interesting happen on this day in 1907? Oklahoma became a state. What? Little old Oklahoma? Yeah. Texas's the, hat? The Indians. <laughs> I don't think Oklahomans like that They might call us Oklahoma's boot. 
Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Trying to be gracious here. It's a friendly rivalry. It's a friendly. The state was formed from the Indian Territory and the Oklahoma Territory to form the actual state Oklahoma. What numbered state was it? 46. Whoa, so they were kind of on the back end there. This is what always uh, troubled me or made me think or uh, had questions about. Our flag has 50 stars. Yes. And I don't know when they made, like, major iterations to the star number pattern. Because I know that the original had, like, a circle of 13. Right, the old Betsy Ross flag. And there was lots of iterations in between. I just don't know what was, like, official and how long they were official for. It's interesting that 50 is fairly new. Yeah, that was the last state in in Alaska or something like that? Hawaii. Hawaii was the last state. And that was in the 30s, 40s? I actually don't know. We could probably give it a little Google. I'll t- tell you what. Why don't you look that up while right. I tell them about the other thing that happened this day in history. Go for it. Let's do it. All right. Another great day, listeners. While Chris is frantically GIF, GIF mode cat typing on a keyboard, I'm going to tell you about something that happened in 1992. I was seven years old. Chris and I were both seven years old at this time. The Hoxney Horde is discovered by a metal detectorist. That's right. That's right. Somebody (laughs) whose profession is to detect metal. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) His name is Eric Laws. He was from uh, Hoxney, Suffolk. And the horde consisted of 14,865 pieces of Roman gold, silver, and bronze coins. And, and approximately 200 items of silver tableware. And gold jewelry. This was so that's where all my forks went. <laughs> we used Matt, to have a whole drawer of them. So this guy, uh, let's put a the state. Let's say the last state. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's wrap quick, up the state real thing. quick. Um, Alaska and Hawaii both joined in '59. Oh, okay, okay. Which hurts my brain to think that my parents lived in a world that had a U.S. flag that did not have 50 stars. Oh, that is quite interesting. I wonder if we could like take Mars as our next state, <laughs> <laughs> even though so, it's a planet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the 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 Hoxney Horde that you just talked about in England, I don't know. Actually, yeah, I think it's in in England. Uh, they found it. Fourteen thousand coins. That's a lot of coins. Imagine like the treasure chests you see in the pirate movies and stuff. It's like that kind of amount. And these were from four hundred A.D. I believe, like four hundred. The year 400, that that era of time. That's They've hung in there. And they found it in 92. Whoa. So that means while I was alive, somebody's treasure was found. What do you think they did with that? Do you think they kept it? Oh, yeah. No, it's all in a museum somewhere. Oh, so they didn't even get to keep it? Yeah. I wonder if the museum pays them money to let them have it. They do pay them money. Okay. By the way, Suffolk is a county of England. There you go. So now we know. All right. Well, that'll do it for this day in history. We learned some fun stuff. We're we're learning tons of fun stuff. I got to let Chris write the show more more often. (laughs) Well, that'll lead us to the fun zone, which is also known as the question of the day. Thanks, Sam. You're doing great over there. (laughs) All right. Today's question of the day comes to you from the letter Q. What memory do you have finding something cool? That's right. Something you found that so was cool. So you're out and about? Yeah. And you you happened cool to find, thing. maybe you were playing and you found something cool. What was it? Find that guy in the uh, the meat aisle. You're no longer in the cereal aisle or the produce <laughs> aisle. You forgot you needed meat because you got a barbecue coming this weekend. 
Tell them about something cool that happened All right. that you found. I mean, do you have anything in your brain? Well, I, I'm I, immediately thinking of you finding C3PO in the field next to your house, yes, which I, is messing me up. So you got to while you think about something, I've got something that's also not super important. Okay. Um, after college, I was living in my first apartment, kind of alone. Okay. And uh, I was, had a TV that a friend of mine let me have. Um. That didn't have a sound system. Oh no! <laughs> so you just, poor, poor I know. thing. I really wanted sound, and you uh, know, the, the booming bass. Really, for the just need the subwoofer. The subwoofer, you know, all those things. <laughs> and I was at a local electronics store, and this is this is not super incredible story, but it, whatever it is, it is a story that I I liked because I I liked the thing. Uh, they had the in-store stereo that they played the music on for the building. They had boxed it up and put it at the front of the store and said for sale on it. It had like a hundred bucks on it. And I was mm. like, huh. And I asked the guy about it and he said, yeah, it's just been sitting there. Nobody wants to buy it. I was like, will you take 10 bucks for it? And he said, yep. No way. <laughs> so you found it. a great deal. So I found something cool. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's it. Well, I once found $20 on the curb on the way to school. That's pretty fun. Yeah, I was leaving our house. We uh, the garage was in the back, and the front door was in the front. And we were walking out to the. My mom had parked on the curb for some reason that night or that morning, and I'm walking out to go get in the car for school. And I looked down, and there was twenty dollars all wet in the in the little gutter area of the curb. And I snatched what, it up. What chance do you think that that dollar, those twenty dollars, was part of your family? I literally just had that thought, <laughs> Mom. If you're listening. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't bucks. mean to get, to take your twenty dollars, <laughs> but somebody was gonna get it. So, um, well, Chris, I will say this: um, I have a story of something else that I found, right. but it might not be the best for our younger audience. Oh, so okay. I'll tell you, it's a good story, but I'll, I'll maybe we'll save end. it for the very end, parents. That okay. way, if you don't want to tune in, you don't have to. All right. Well, good talk today, Chris. Let's go ahead and check in with our dad joke correspondent on location. What you got for us, Wes? All right, guys. Hey, what did the drummer name his twin daughters? And a one and a two. <laughs> Have another great day. That joke kind of beats me down, Chris. Ah, uh, nah. On that note, let's move on. <laughs> Anna, 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 that note. Nailed it. We're professionals. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. And now, as we gaze upon the beautiful blue crystal waters, complemented by the tall mountains and trees in the background, we enter into the most peaceful portion of our podcast. The Proverbs Word of Wisdom segment. Chris, what do we got today? What are we reading? We're reading Proverbs chapter 25, verse 16. And the NLT version says, Do you like honey? Question mark. Don't eat too much or it will make you sick. Wow. Mm. The amplified version says, Have you found pleasure sweet like honey? Have you found pleasure sweet like honey? Eat only as much as you need. Otherwise, being filled excessively, you will vomit. Or you vomit it. Get real sick and throw up. These have been little bullet points of very practical advice. If you find something that you really enjoy, maybe only have a little bit of it. Don't 
overindulge. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe take a minute and discuss that amongst yourselves, wherever you are at the meat aisle or at the gym. <laughs> at this point, they are running out of the store. Yes. Please stop talking to me. Same <laughs> no. guy. All right. There's the music. That means it's the time to call it a day. Our mission here on another great day is to encourage interaction, creativity, and conversation. Thank you for tuning in. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please take a minute to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and share us on social media. Yeah, let's get some good feelings going out there, guys. We want to share what we're doing with the world, and we think the world needs some positivity, some creativity, some interaction, all those things. So, And most um, importantly, we hope you make it another great day. See you tomorrow. This is a true story. All right, this is your opportunity to end the show if you do not want your youngsters hearing this, or if you want to listen to it first and decide for yourself. It's not that dark. I'm probably making it sound darker than it is. But um, when I was in first grade, we lived in a North Texas town, and a friend of mine, uh, my neighbor, and his dad and I, we all went on a bike ride, and we were riding on the little bike trail uh, paved, and it went alongside a kind of s- steep creek area, and we're riding along. And we hear a voice saying, help me. And we stop and we say, hey, we're hearing something. And the dad comes back and he looks down and we look down there and there was a young man who had been beaten up and thrown down into the bottom of this creek. And he only had underwear on. He had been, they had taken his shirt and his pants away from him. Man. And uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. We found him and my friend's dad went down there and talked to him and he was uh, beaten up, sadly, like I said, and the police came and we helped save this man and get him to a hospital. And I don't know what happened to him, but that's something that I once found. And it had a significant impact on how I, how I feel whenever I feel like somebody needs help. Hmm. So you could be the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And we were just little kids. What do we know? So anyhow. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. The end.